0: worst temptation in life for a child as they approach Christmas is to see those Christmas presents under the tree and knowing they can't touch it. And maybe they go up and sneak around they kind of look and they know if they fool with it, their parents will know. And they try to judge the size, how it feels, but they know they can't open it or they'll be in trouble. I've had a story for 48 hours that in just to the hour, 48 hours exactly. That was only a couple of hours old when I got it. I got it from a very trusted confidant who I have 100% confidence in, but I had no other confirmation. And I felt like the leap of faith I took in Benghazi, all it worked out, I'll tell you what, it was a hell of a chance I took of having major egg on my face and being wrong. So, I have searched far and wide for confirmation, and I'm prepared now to take this public so the rest of the nation can weigh in. But I have found two instances, one in Texas, outside Del Rio, Texas, more rural area, and one most recently in the Payson, Strawberry, uh, Pine areas in the White Mountains in Arizona. And what we're talking about is the total takedown of communications across America. And I feel with these two instances and what people are writing to me about are things that I think that we should put out there now. Because if I can help push someone's preparation along sooner rather than later, and something does happen, I think that we need to be really mindful. going to get into this and you're probably wondering what the heck are you talking about Dave It's going to come out. I have been dying like that kid under the Christmas tree to open this and get it out and deal with it and that is coming right now. First I need to tell you I'm Dave Hodges. This is The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time and I'm really asking you to if you hear this and you think there's any credibility to this report, you need to share this as far and wide as you can. This is the story of the day. People don't know it yet. People may not even know it at the end of the day as I release this because not enough people will have this. And When I explain the chain of custody of this information, you'll understand why this is really limited in how people would connect dots. Anyway, we are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. You're going to help us with that. I know I'm confident of that. You're going to give us a good thumbs up because that increases our distribution. And realize we're helping our fellow man by making him aware of this. And the worst thing that happens is attention to this pushes it back. And perhaps that we have saved lives and saved our culture. We're brought to you by this handy dandy little device right here. I absolutely love this. PatriotCups.com. Oh, this is so cool. See here, the uh, Trump running for president thing, the autograph is there, really cool. It comes in red, white, and blue, 30 ounces. It's so durable, stainless steel. It's got this narrow uh, slot in there where I don't spill on myself now. It keeps coffee warm for 12 hours. It keeps other drinks, cold drinks, cold for 24 hours. It's a fantastic device. It's limited edition, which means it's going to sell out. I'm using these for personal use, it's all my family, but also we're buying a bunch to give to friends and neighbors for Christmas. It's a great Christmas present, and the price is great, and plus you can take 20% off because you're a listener and a viewer to the show. How do you do that? You simply, in the coupon code, put HODGES20 for 20% off at patriotcups.com. The link is in the description box. Well, let's get right down to business shall we? My original source, no attribution to me. Fair enough. I never betray confidence. This may be uh, designed to cut off all warning to Trump or cover their next attempt on his life. And by the way, let me say this. I, I answered this last night. The critics and the trolls came out of their caves. To criticize me for daring to report that the president made an unscheduled visit to Walter Reed for guest pains, I don't give a damn what the press secretary says. This was reported on no less than 17 mainstream media outlets. In fact, I think I still have my list here. I'll just give you a few. Okay, um, Judge Janine Perot covered this on her show on Saturday afternoon, on uh, early Saturday evening. Uh, Newsweek: unscheduled visit by the president. The Hill reported the same thing, Daily Cost, the USA News, check out the president for chest discomfort, quote unquote. Um, I'm not going to go through them all again. The bottom line is presidents don't go have the first part of a physical and not announce that they're not doing it on a Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. Uh, That's just ridiculous. A lot of people are suspecting heart attack gun. Uh, This president had excellent health reports in the last physical And of course, the White House has to cover this up. And I don't blame them. I would, too, because they want the president to appear to be in excellent health. And um, chest pains doesn't mean you're necessarily having heart problems. You could have too much bad food you've eaten. You could have a bout of stress that will come and go. So I'm not making any medical conclusions here. I'm saying this happened. And a lot of people think this was an attempt. This was an attempt on the president. Um, After all, I went through and reviewed last night all the attempts I covered two to three weeks ago, attempts in terms of verbalizing them from Comey to uh, Pelosi, right on down the line, the two ex-directors, CIA, McFarland and um, um, Brennan. And by the way, I was told that with regard to the uh, little Walter Reed incident, that Brendan was behind it. You can read between the lines. I'm coming out with more on that later. But let's get down to brass tacks here, okay? So this source says to me, uh, this may be to cut off all warning to Trumps or cover their next assassination attempt. Notice the words next. Scrolling down. This is for the whole USA, all telephone companies and other data traffic suppliers. This went into effect mere hours ago. So we're probably approaching about 53 hours ago that this was sent out to telecom have to be prepared for what's coming. So we'll get to this here in just a second. Um, The reasons behind this communication shutdown, They cited reasons of sudden breach of security, which could cause huge civil unrest. Breach of security. What would put you in the streets? That's what they're saying here. Something's gonna happen, potentially, that's going to put you in the streets. I think what we've talked about already, the assassination of Donald Trump would do the work quite nicely. Are there other things that could? Another 9-11 that people see right through. In other words, a major terrorist event that we see right through. Like been there, done that, not buying your lies again. I think that's a secondary possibility. Let's not guess. Let's go on and see more of what I was told. This release of information has only been done at the board level and top tech managers of the information control centers who know about it, and it also is the tech managers that have the information to cut off the signals with no harm to the system except for revenue loss. Okay, scrolling down. Consider this as fair warning that telephone companies have received official notice to prepare for an emergency cutoff of all communications by area or nationally. This includes landline, telephone traffic, two, cell phone traffic voice and data, three, all internet data, four, all Milnet data, that's military version of the internet, five, all radio and TV feeds from networks and syndicated shows, especially live syndications. Why that was thrown in there, I had not been able to find out. Um. The warning is good for seven days, which means we are now in the second day. So the warning is good for five days. But they said in here that they could extend the warning. Let me just give you a bit of history before I close this morning. On November 22nd, 1963, John Kennedy was shot and killed in Dealey Plaza. Dallas, Texas, 2,000 miles away, immediately, all the phones in D.C. went down. As we found out later, this was orchestrated by General Lemons, and he was afraid of people being in the street organizing a counter-coup, because what we just witnessed in Dallas was a coup d'etat against the President of the United States. Lyndon Johnson was in on it. I'm not going to go through the whole Kennedy assassination this morning, but he was in on it. And so were, uh, well, let's just put it this way Richard Nixon lied about where his whereabouts at the time. They all had a meeting the night before. Uh, Gerald Ford, uh, who ended up on the Warren Commission before he hop skipped a jump to become the only unelected president in American history. Uh, you've got Lyndon Johnson, as I said, you got Nixon, you got H.W. Bush. The More Shell, uh murder to cover the whole thing up. We, we, okay, that's, this is all part of the Kennedy folklore, but these people met at an oil baron's place. Jim Mars, the late Jim Mars, my old and good friend, interviewed the mistress of Lyndon Johnson. And he said after he came out of a meeting, uh, well, whenever we'll I have to worry about the Kennedys again, this was the night before the assassination on November 21st. And the communications were shut down in DC. They were shut down not only to the public but to all government offices including the military. This covered the list I just gave you and what did they say they would do here? They're going to shut it down either regionally or nationally and by the way they said they could extend this for another seven days. So we're in a five-day watch right now but with the possibility of the extension going into seven more days following that. this is absolutely insane what's going on in this country today. Um, things are lining up, and we're able to give warnings now in advance because the independent media is everywhere. In fact, in many cases, we have better sources than the mainstream media because the mainstream media has fed the BS that the elite want them to report. We're not handicapped by that burden. Is there more for us to worry about? Um, yeah, there is. Is there more facts to consider? There are. In 1963, there were some warnings to John Kennedy, strong warnings about what was coming. First of all, he knew he was under tremendous pressure to send ground troops into Southeast Asia, not just the combat advisors that he inherited. But instead, he reversed course and said, hey, you're from now, combat advisors are all going to be home by Christmas Of 1964. He was negotiating a treaty with the Soviets and Nikita Khrushchev using Norman Cousins as a back channel to stop upper atmospheric nuclear testing. Well, that's not what the military industrial complex wanted to hear because you blow one bomb up, you got to build a replacement. Who pays for it? Taxpayers. Hey, thanks for that Jaguar. Thank you for the braces for my kids' teeth. They didn't want to hear that. The bankers who make the money on all this, the DOD contract, oh, come on. This was huge money. Kennedy was really pissing them up. But what were the warning signs? And I want you to hear this, and then I'm going to bring this into 2019 and tell you why there's a little difference here, but there's a lot more in common than there's not. Here we go. Two weeks before the Kennedy assassination, he is going to be traveling by motorcade, the same as Dealey Plaza, to his destination for fundraising in Miami. Miami detectives, undercover detectives, are recording an arms deal. They're setting a guy up so they can bust him and arrest him. In the arms deal, he says, yeah, this is the kind of gun they're probably going to use to take down Kennedy. What? Yeah, take down Kennedy. It's going to, when he comes to town here, they're going to take him down triangulated fire from uh, tall office buildings. And this is the gun of choice. How do you know? I sold it to them. The Secret Service was given this information by a Miami detective. This was reported on a six-part series called "The Men Who Killed Kennedy" that aired on A&E. By the way, we have a hard time getting that today. I have copies, but Kennedy was helicoptered in. Lee Harvey Oswald was already under investigation, but which Lee Harvey Oswald? The one in Dallas. The one in San Antonio or the one in Houston, which were the three successive routes of the Kennedy trip. And he was the man called Lee Oswald was going to be the patsy in all three of those cities, because if they had to abort in Dallas, well, they were going to get him in the next two cities. That's become really clear. Jim Mars was the first to bring that information out. Oliver Stone popularized this in the movie, the uh, movie JFK, excuse me. Why wasn't this information just going ballistic? Because the mainstream media and the major resources and major outlets were still tightly controlled just like they are today. The only difference was there were 150 news outlets but there were still only six majors. And you really only had three networks, ABC, NBC, CBS. You didn't have all these ancillary groups that sprung up in the advent of cable TV. There was no independent media. Jim Mars came the closest to being independent media of the day, and he was. He, he broke ranks. Uh, trained journalist who broke ranks is I'm not going to report a bunch of lies. Um, this information, had it happened today, would be all over, everywhere, anywhere. There would have been leaks, no way to hide it. But see, it didn't happen. So nature took its course. By you sharing this, it's not going to happen. I also have another broadcast I'm going to follow up with that will show you intentionality. And intentionality from a very high position inside the Democratic Party. I've already covered these people and the expression of their intent to take the president out. In some cases, those are the words that they use. In some cases, the words are stronger. In the case of uh, McFarland, uh, what did he say? Um, yeah, there's interagency, high level plot. To take out the president, C-SPAN 2. and to that, John Brennan, seated next to him, said, "Thank God for the deep state." Those two men should have gone to prison for those comments right there. That's inflammatory. It's uh, promoting the assassination of the president, which carries a ten-year prison sentence to it. We have an independent media today, for a while, at least until this takes place. That's why they want to take them to communications they got to control the flow of information. And right now we have a chance to perhaps save the life of our president or stop a major false flag. And I think it's really clear. It's one or the other. I can't think of one other thing why this action would be contemplated. We're, we have seen some beta tests around the country for this, for the takedown. And um, Bella, thank you very much. But I... I look at this, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just saying, do your part, please. Please take this information and go far and wide. I don't know how many others were given this information. Sometimes when I get information leaked like this, it uh, has gone to maybe five other people, and then it becomes 25 and expands exponentially. I sat on this story for two days in the interest of being correct although I have 100% confidence in my confidant that brought me the information. I'm aware of the source that brought the information and the source has been correct in other stories. So I have complete confidence this is true, but you always want to get a second confirming source. And I didn't get a second confirming source, but I got secondary confirming events that shows beta tests are going on. This is why last night, late, I decided I'm going to come out with this in the morning. By about 8 p.m. mountain time last night, I had made the decision I had to go forward with the story. Um, I wanted to wait until more people were awake, more people will be involved with this, and more people will be available to share this instantaneously. Uh, When I am done with these two broadcasts this morning, I'm going to take a respite from reporting and I'm going to go write an article on this because there's a print media audience that doesn't 100% cross over with what we do here. And I think this absolutely has to go far and wide as quickly as possible. This could happen today. This, it, by the way, what I was told after the Walter Reed incident, I was told the next 72 hours are critical. And I got that from a pretty high level source. So well, Sunday... Monday, Tuesday, we're in that zone right now. Um, could be Trump, could be false flag. It could be anything. But I will tell you th- tell you this, the entire purpose behind this is regime change. Let's make sure we understand what I'm saying. This is a good old-fashioned coup d'etat of the same nature. And, and what I mean by coup d'etat, well, when you kill an executive head like John Kennedy was murdered, You have to follow the money. And the money told us in 1963 that nuclear testing was increased to record levels when LBJ took over. That happened less than uh, six weeks after his ascension to office. That happened in January of 1964. Uh, The war that Kennedy opposed so vigorously that the CIA tried to corner him into um, with Kennedy's death in November Uh, We had 100,000 ground troops in Southeast Asia by August of 1964, based on the phony baloney false flag we call now the Gulf of Tonkin incident. The threats to the Federal Reserve by the Sino, silverback currency, uh, that totally went away upon his death. LBJ killed it. Uh, Trump, excuse me, Kennedy was trying to normalize relationships with Cuba. That went away. Castro has alluded to this uh, in a documentary about Kennedy. I interviewed the producers of that documentary. Um, The oil depletion allowance that no one gets for their business, but the oil companies by hook and crook got it. Kennedy was cutting into it. That all returned 100% and still in effect today. An out of control rogue CIA that Kennedy promised to break into a thousand pieces Morphed into the most corrupt organization on the face of the earth along with the Israeli Mossad. Six one, half dozen the other, both corrupt, both not loyal to their countries, outside ancillary duties, but behind the scenes, the people that run the CIA are the globalists that want global control. The Mossad, the same thing. That kind of tells you what Epstein was for to blackmail leaders. Look how they're scrambling now. And who put Epstein at center stage? Well, it was the Trump administration. They sure didn't do it to themselves, did they? So that's what happened in 1963. And I'm giving you the short version. Today, you look at what Trump has done. He killed the TPP and took away corporate control of our government, corporate dictatorship. That was huge. He got into a trade war with China and our corporations, a lot of them, did not like it. But he used a carrot and stick approach to pacify them with tax breaks to keep manufacturing inside the United States. So we had a boom in employment, particularly for women, blacks and Latinos, record low unemployment rates. That was not popular. The Democrats need a permanent underclass that they can make false promises to so they keep coming back and voting for them. Election after election after election. That's made Trump very unpopular with those people. And then we go on and talk about the fact he won't give them the war they want. Oh, he pretends to do it, but then he backs off at the last minute. 5G is limited in its development. Oh, it's coming, but not like it would if the president had put money into it. He said 5G is good. Why not 6G? I look back on that and I think he's being sarcastic. There's not been one dime given to the pres- by the president for research, for development, and for dissemination. This is all being done privately now. The government was supposed to have been the partner. Trump is dragging his feet, that makes him mad. He's dragged his feet on a lot of these initiatives. He'll tell them one thing, and we all go nuts. We, What's wrong with Trump? And then we find out later he's not doing anything. He is the master of the art of the deal. And if you wanted to remain our president, you will take this warning very seriously. I've been in this business for quite a while now, long enough to say this: this warning is authentic. It's authentic as hell. And I knew the minute I read it. And I knew the minute I got it from the person I got it from. It was real. I just was trying to seek confirmation to make it more believable to the public. Look for beta tests in your area in the next couple of days of communications breakdowns of various types: internet, phone, cell look for those. You'll never know about the military. But the military has got to be freaking out too, because what this says is we don't trust you. So what will happen following this communications breakdown? That's what no one's answering. No one's actually addressing this. Well, I think it's really clear. If you're going to take away military communications, that must mean you don't trust the military to do what you want to do. Can you say Jade Helm 16? This was rehearsed by Obama. And don't you find it interesting, and I reported on this last night, speaking of Obama, he and Bill Maher, independently of each other, have come out and said, we're going too far to the left. (laughs) What? That's like telling uh, Michael Jordan not to shoot jump shots. That's crazy for Obama to say you're going too far to the left. The man that wanted to take 80% of all energy and do away with it. Too far to the left. That's what he said. And the left has responded. They're criticizing him. Bill Maher, who I think is nuttier than a fruitcake, said the same thing. It's a new talking point. Calm down. And Elizabeth Warren has kind of come along. And what has Elizabeth said? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we want to take away a big tech uh, media domination, and we want to break them up. And uh, yeah. Do you see a little shift here? Because they know something big's coming and they want to calm the resistance down. That's why we're hearing what we're hearing. It all feeds in to the original story I'm told. So, again, you have a decision to make, America. You can say, oh, I'll just sit here on my hands and we'll see what happens. And we've felt warnings before. Or you could be proactive and turn this into a false warning by shining the light of day on the rats that are doing this. And in the next broadcast, I'm going to be identifying the main rat. She has jumped to the forefront, to the head of the class. I'll be getting into it here on the Common Sense Show. My name is Dave Hodges. Thanks for joining us. Please share this far and wide.